0: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. The government confirms a further tightening of the quarantine rules for people arriving in the city. Health officials say it's likely that a local case of COVID-19 was actually caused by transit passengers. And recriminations continue over the collapse of the Afghan government, this time from NATO. The government says people arriving in the city will no longer be able to undergo a shorter period of quarantine with a positive antibody test. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the government is following expert advice to err on the side of caution in the light of the Delta coronavirus variant. Cecil Wong reports. Vaccinated travelers with
1: a positive antibody test were previously able to spend just seven days in a designated quarantine hotel. But now, those from countries deemed to be of a low and medium risk will need to spend double that amount of time in quarantine. That also means for overseas arrivals, the seven-day isolation period will only apply to fully vaccinated people coming from New Zealand, the only country on the list of low-risk areas. Chief Executive Kerry Lam said the government is following expert advice to err on the side of caution.
2: This has been in place and I understand many people have benefited from this um, arrangement, but exactly because of this arrangement we are seeing breakthroughs people who have been fully vaccinated but still being infected and uh, confirmed positive while they were being quarantined or in one case while they were have left the quarantine hotel.
1: The expert advice followed the infection of a woman who flew in from the United States and was found to be carrying the more contagious L452R mutant strain only after she had finished her 7-day quarantine. Mrs. Lamp said she did not think the previous rule had created a loophole in terms of preventing imported cases, saying it was rolled out to accommodate people's needs. However, medical experts who investigated the case now suspect the woman might have contracted the virus while she was quarantined in a wine chai hotel. University of Hong Kong microbiologist Yun Kwok Yung says the woman, who arrived on August 1st, was staying in a room at the Dorset Hotel opposite a couple who flew in on the same flight and were later confirmed to be infected with a mutant strain. Professor Yun says experts believe that the couple left their hotel room window open when medical staff came to collect specimens. This, he said, made air flow out of the room, contaminating the corridor with the virus and infecting the woman who was staying across the, the corridor. When they, uh, the couple have opened the windows of the room during the specimen collection, and the door was kept open for around a minute and a half. They did not follow the rule which requires those under quarantine to close their window before opening the room door. When windows are opened, air might float out from the room. This is very problematic, as air probably contained the Delta variant. After the air flowed to the corridor, the medical staff then went to help his room to collect a specimen. And her window was not open. Tests we did showed the air in the corridor would flow into her room. Professor Yun also said ventilation inside the hotel is not good enough to avoid cross-infections. He suggested simplifying the procedures for specimen collection to shorten the time that doors were kept open by, for example, skipping repeated identity verification. The microbiologist added that it was unlikely for the woman to have been infected on the plane, even though the couple took the same flight as they were seated far apart.
0: Infectious diseases expert Joseph Chung welcomed the government's decision to tighten quarantine arrangements, saying the move is needed to ward off the Delta variant.
3: I think it's a very uh, important uh, actions. Uh, especially we are facing uh, more and more cases uh, surrounding us uh, being Delta variant. So uh, it is a, a very appropriate time for us to adjust the measurements uh, right now.
0: Meanwhile, health officials have reported three new COVID-19 infections today, two of which were imported. The source of the local case involving a 47-year-old woman who works as a waitress at one of Cathay Pacific's lounges is unknown. Dr. Chuang shuk from the Centre for Health Protection says it's likely that transit passengers infected the woman because the local COVID situation is stable.
2: For all the outbound travellers, um, I understand many of them would have testing before they go out to Hong Kong to, to other places. And even if they do not have testing, the risk of acquiring local infection from Hong Kong community is quite low. So for the transit travelers, because they can come from other places, and the epidemic situation in all over the world is very um, severe, mostly. So I think the um, risk for the traveler, uh, transit travelers to, to pass the illness to her is the highest.
0: You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past eleven. A team of University of Hong Kong researchers say their latest study has shown that the Sinovac jab could lead to an increased risk of Bell's palsy, a type of facial paralysis, but concluded that the benefit of the jab still outweighs the risks. Violet Wong reports.
3: In an online article recently published by The Lancet... The researchers said there was an average of 4.8 cases of Bell's palsy for every 100,000 people who got the first shot of the mainland-made vaccine, while that figure stands at 2 per 100,000 for the BioNTech shot. They arrived at the findings after comparing 28 confirmed cases of Bell's palsy among 452,000 people who received one Sinovac shot and 16 cases among 537,000 people who were inoculated with BioNTech in the past 42 days against background statistics. In conclusion, they said the study showed an overall increased risk of Bell's palsy after Sinovac vaccination but not BioNTech. But the researchers stressed that the condition is a rare adverse event. They added that in general, more than 90% of the cases not specific to COVID vaccines can be resolved within nine months following prompt treatment. The beneficial and protective effects of the inactivated COVID-19 vaccine far outweigh the risk of this generally self-limiting adverse event, the report said.
0: Chief Executive Carrie Lam has warned that the government may cut ties with the Law Society as it did with the Professional Teachers Union if it puts politics above professionalism. As Francis Sitt reports, the CE also said it was biased for foreign politicians and media to say freedom is being suppressed in Hong Kong.
4: Carrie Lam's comments follow similar warnings from the People's Daily, ahead of an election this month for five seats on the Law Society's Council. Speaking ahead of the weekly Exco meeting, Mrs Lam said there are many civic, professional and student groups in Hong Kong, but all of them should operate in accordance with their principles and the law.
2: If
4: we learn that they have deviated from their principles,
2: for example, when politics hijacks
4: or overrides a profession, groups professionalism the SAR government's only stance is to stop our relationship with them earlier the Education Bureau considered it necessary to sever ties for the professional teachers union in future if other professional groups including the law society which has been talked about a lot in recent days puts politics above their legal profession the SAR government will also consider cutting ties with it she noted that the Law Society is empowered to recommend members for bodies like the Judicial Officers Recommendation Commission and the government often consulted over important legal matters.
2: Our
4: relationship with the Law Society runs deep since it is an important legal organization in Hong Kong. But if it becomes a politicized body, we need to review these
2: ties. Mrs
4: Lam said the government has learned in the past two years that with Without the protection of the national security law, Hong Kong could become a bridgehead to harm the SAR administration and national security. The CE said the government has since realized the true nature of many groups that it was willing to interact with and respected in the past. She added, it was very biased for foreign politicians or media to say the disbandment of the civil human rights front was the result of suppression from the authorities. The Batman of the Front is voluntary, Mrs Lam said, and has nothing to do with freedoms in Hong Kong. Without naming names, she said many groups had willfully touched the red line in the past, and they really have no choice but to disband now. And she warned that any groups that violate the law will still face liability, even if they're
0: dissolved. In a written response, the president of the Law Society, Melissa Pang, said the group has remained politically neutral in its role as a bridge between solicitors and the administration. The first person convicted of the national security law in Hong Kong, Tong Ying Kit, has filed an appeal against the verdict and his nine-year jail sentence. Last month, three national security judges found him guilty of terrorism and inciting secession for driving a motorbike into a group of police officers while carrying a Liberate Hong Kong protest flag on July 1st last year. Three activists charged over their alleged involvement in a banned protest held on July 1st last year have indicated to the district court that they'll plead guilty. Jimmy Choi reports.
2: Tang Sheng and Tang Sai Lai from the League of Social Democrats and former district councillor Choi Chi Kin faced charges including organising and taking part in the rally that took place a day after the national security law came into force and inciting others to join it. Citing risks to public health and the potential for violence, police banned the annual march planned by the now disbanded Civil Human Rights Front. Thousands turned up that day despite the ban and 370 people were arrested. Judge Amanda Woodcock adjourned the hearing to October the 7th and 8th when the trio are expected to enter police officially. Five others are jointly charged in the case. They are Figo Chan of the Civil Human Rights Front, former lawmakers Zhu Hoi Dick, Wu Chi Wai and Lan Kwok Hung, and District Councillor Chang Wing Tai.
0: The city's only delegate to the country's top legislature, Tam Yu Chung, says a resolution on adding the anti-sanctions law to Annex 3 of the Basic Law is expected to pass on Friday. He was speaking on the first day of a meeting of the National People's Congress Standing Committee in Beijing. Mr Tam says the resolution's wording is simple and members won't be discussing when Hong Kong must legislate by way of local legislation and how exactly the law will be enforced here. The NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg has blamed Afghan politicians for a failure of leadership, ending in what he called the tragedy we see today. Speaking in Brussels, Mr Stoltenberg said that when NATO allies backed the plans for military withdrawal, they knew the risk of the Taliban returning, but they were surprised by the speed of the collapse.
1: What we have seen in the last few weeks was a military and political collapse at a speed which had not been anticipated. Parts of the Afghan security forces fought bravely, but they were unable to secure the country. Because ultimately, the Afghan political leadership failed to stand up to the Taliban and to achieve the peaceful solution that Afghans desperately wanted.
0: The Taliban say they've ordered their fighters not to enter people's homes and to avoid interfering with embassy vehicles in Kabul. Meanwhile, video circulated online appears to show the Taliban in downtown Kabul blackening the face of someone they accuse of theft as men look on, video that some on Twitter say is a traumatic reminder of their earlier brutal rule. A small group of women wearing traditional Islamic attire held a protest demanding the right to go back to their jobs as Taliban militants looked on. The nationwide lockdown in New Zealand has started following the discovery of its first case of the coronavirus for six months. It will last for seven days in Auckland, New Zealand's largest city, where the case was detected. The Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said she was confident new variants such as Delta could be contained.
4: I want to assure New Zealand that we have planned for this eventuality and that we will now be putting in place that plan to contain and stamp out COVID-19 once again. Going hard and early has worked for us before. While we know that Delta is a more dangerous enemy to combat, the same actions that overcame the virus last year can be applied to beat it again.
0: A Red Cross official tackling the aftermath of the earthquake that struck Haiti on Saturday says rescue efforts have been severely hampered by a tropical storm that's drenched the country. Peter Finley said at least 25 rural health centres have been destroyed. He said many remote parts of the region affected by the earthquake and the storm haven't yet been accessed by rescue workers. The main highway from Lekai to Jeremy is totally blocked, landslides over landslides, and with this tropical depression that has dumped Immense quantities of rain during the night and yesterday afternoon. The landslides are just getting worse. Rivers are flooding, ridges are unstable. Reports from Spain say around 40 migrants have died in, at, at, of thirst and hunger at sea in an attempt to reach the Canary Islands. Coast Guard to Mauritania picked up seven survivors who said their boat had set out from near Tantau, Tantan in Morocco on August the 1st for the 200-kilometre crossing. They said the boat's motor had soon failed, leaving them adrift until they washed up on the coast of Mauritania, 1,200 kilometres off course. And Hong Kong will celebrate the historic success, success of its Olympians on Thursday morning. The city's athletes, coaches and other delegation members will ride in open-top buses from Hong Kong to the Si Chu Centre of the West Kowloon Cultural District for a welcoming ceremony. Officials say Nathan Road and Canton Road are the best viewing locations and the buses are due there around 9.40am. They urged the public to maintain social distancing. And a quick look at the weather. It'll be mainly fine, very hot during the day tomorrow, isolated showers later on, temperatures between 28 and 33 degrees, and the outlook sunny periods and a few showers in the next couple of days. It'll be very hot on the weekend. Very hot weather warning is in force. Currently it's 29 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity is 84%. The news from RTHK.
5: Heaven that you take
0: hit back in the mid to late 60s. A band called Amen Corner and If Paradise is Half as Nice. The other big hit they had was called uh, High in the Sky. Actually, coincidence that these two, two bands and this singer all come from the same place, by the way.
6: It's a heartache. Nothing but a heartache. Hit you you when you die